Let's begin to thank him tonight and give him all the praises for what he has done for us. Let's thank him for the gift of life. Let's thank him for answered prayers. Let's thank him for Johnny Mercy. Let's thank him for his grace that is giving us the supply. Let's thank him and bless his name and say, Lord, you are worthy to be praised. Thank you, Father, because you are good. Lord, we appreciate you. Be thou be exalted in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. And so, Father, let there be massive supply tonight. Bless us with your blessing. Bless us with your word. Bless us with abundant grace. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. And the church say, believe in amen. Please be seated. You are blessed in Jesus' name. We are reading Psalm 126, verse 1 to 3 tonight. And we are praying that we are going to have a similar testimony in Psalm 123 in Jesus' name. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Then was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Then they said, Among the Athens, the Lord had done great things for them. The Lord had done great things for us, wherefore, whereof we are glad. I pray that you be glad. You will rejoice. You will have testimony. The Lord will do it for us in Jesus' name. When you now look at verse 4, it says, Turn again our captivity, O Lord, as the stream in the south. In other words, he's saying, Lord, you have done it before. Do it again for us. Whatever miracle you have enjoyed before, the Lord will do it again for you. The blessing of God will not be something of the past in your life in Jesus' name. Many more blessings will follow your life in Jesus' name. And as we behold God tonight, it shall be from glory to glory for you in Jesus' name. As we are following the Lord, it shall be like Proverbs chapter 4 verse 18. That says the path of the just is like a shining light. Your life will shine brighter and better in Jesus' name. Every new day will be a new plus for you in Jesus' name. We have said this is a month of surplus supply. Blessing upon blessing, heap upon us. John chapter 1 verse 16, of his fullness we have received what? Supply upon supply. Let me tell your neighbor, see, from his fullness we have received what? Supply upon supply. Somebody say supply again. Whatever you need, may heaven supply it tonight. May Jesus release it upon your life. Based on this grace, may you receive fresh supply tonight in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Sometimes ago, when people were walking with God in the wilderness, they had lack of food. Maybe they were hungry. And they complained against the Lord. Nezodah chapter 14. When they complained against the Lord, the Lord told Moses, I will rain down manna for them. That was instructive. I will rain down manna. I will rain down food. Something that look like cake or bread, I will rain it down for them. So that they will eat manna in the morning and eat meat in the evening. And I will cause meat to come down in the evening. They complain. But the Lord, because of his mercy, he did not consume them. He supplied blessing to them. Wherever, in whatever area you are complaining, the grace of God will overshadow you. He will give you fresh supply in Jesus' name. You will not be pushed away in Jesus' name. But you enjoy a new release of God upon your life in Jesus' name. 
Say the loudest amen. amen. Say the loudest amen. amen. And you know, based on that supply, it does not matter what you take. It will be enough for you. If you take small, it will be enough. If you take enough that you think it will be enough. In fact, the only time you have problem is when you try to stop for tomorrow. It was giving them every day fresh manna from heaven. Every day. It was giving them supply. That means there is nothing that God cannot do. It does not matter how tight the economy may be. May you enjoy fresh supply. Every day, every morning in Jesus' name. Tonight, may your prayers be answered. May you not be disappointed tonight in Jesus' name. Wherever you need supply, may supply come your way. In the precious name of Jesus Christ. Turn again our captivity, O Lord, as the streams in the south. And verse 5 says, They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his harvest with him. By the time we come to the end of this year, you are going to come back with your harvest. Okay, I pray you come back with testimony. This year, 2022, will be fruitful for you. You will not be disappointed in Jesus' name. Your expectation will not be cut off in the name of Jesus. And you'll be happy in the name of Jesus Christ. Because that verse started with joy. When the Lord turned again the country of Zion, we were like they that dream dream. Our mouths will fill with laughter and our tongue will sing in. God has done it for us and that is why we are happy. The Lord has done great things for us. That is why we are glad. The thing that will cause you to be happy and glad and rejoice and sing, the Lord will do it for you this season. This season shall be your season of great happening, great blessing, great deliverance, great help, great supply in the mighty name of Jesus. There shall be no lack in your life in Jesus' name. Receive fresh supply in Jesus' name. Say a believing amen. amen. Now, you know, there are things that guarantee supply. And these are the things I want to tell you tonight. Things that guarantee fresh supply. God has done it before and he can do it again. What are the things that guarantee fresh supply? Number one is prophesying good to yourself. Always speaking good to yourself and to your future. Remember verse 5 says, They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. One of the important fruit that you can sow is the fruit of prophecy or positive confession into your life. Those that sow in tears shall reap in joy. Those people that carry precious seed shall doubtless come back with rejoicing. Anyone that is constantly sharing good prayer, prophecy concerning his life, will definitely come back with rejoicing. So don't say, I don't know what will make things happen. What will make things to happen is in your mouth. It's in your mouth. It's in your Apostle Paul says, the word is nigh you. The word is in your mouth. The word of faith that will preach. And when you are not speaking it, you are not doing yourself a favor. Look at what he says. Verse Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter, he says, I, I have pity for my people. They have seal of God but not according to knowledge. What does that mean? There are some people that love coming to church, but they are full of negative confessions. There are some people that love prayer, but they love saying negative things. That's what he's saying. They have seed towards the things of God, 
But when it comes to them using their mouths to benefit themselves in the presence of God, they don't say positive things. And at the end, when they reap the negative things that they have confessed, they at the end of the whole day blame God for it and say, eh, but I've been serving God now. You have been serving God, but have you been using your mouth? Look at what it says in verse 6. But the righteousness which is of faith, speak it. The righteousness is of faith. If you are a man of faith, you must be a man of positive word. That's what he's saying. Are you a Christian? Are you born again? Do you love good life? You must be somebody that's always speaking good. And somebody said, If you are going to be good, we have to teach you how to make your life good. Never you say before an angel that it was a mistake. Consciously, you have to retrain your tongue to speak positive word to yourself because life and death, they are in the conversion of the mouth. Anybody that loves speaking positive word, we reap positive life. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. In other words, you are speaking good even when your life does not look good. Your mouth must be positive. You must always say good thing. He said, do not say, who shall descend into the deep? That is to bring Christ up again from the dead. Don't say, I wish I was in the time of Jesus Christ. Or what does he say? The word is nigh thee. The word that will change your life is not far from you. I will not die prematurely. I cannot be poor. God is on my side. My life is getting better. Things are moving higher. I'm going to be blessed. I will not be disappointed. It's my season of supply. The blessing of God is upon me. Because I know what I say is what I am sowing. And these are the things that angels will use to orchestrate my blessing and supply. Because when you refuse to say it, it shows that you don't believe in it. It means you don't believe in those words that have been preached to you. When you refuse to say it, it will not come to pass. Don't say, God, say it for me. He said, but what does the word say? The word is nigh thee. The word is in your mouth. That word that will change your life is in your heart. I'm reading verse 8, Romans chapter 10. The word of faith which we preach. The word of faith which we preach. We are preaching word of faith. We are not only preaching it to the here. We are preaching it into your heart. We are preaching it into your mouth. We are preaching it into your environment. So you have to take those seed that we are preaching and sow it into your environment. Numbers chapter 14 verse 28. As I hear them, see the Lord. Whatever they have said with their mouth, that's what I'm going to do with them. And I said, my stepmother used to say, a lazy man is lazy in his language. When you see a man that will go higher, you will see in his mouth. In the morning, as you are taking your bath, you are confessing. No, I'm going to get up tomorrow. And even when you have a negative dream, that does not permit you to say negative things concerning yourself. It is not about what people are doing or saying or what is happening that matter. What matters is what you desire for your own life. And you keep laying the foundation right now that you are young. I refuse to be poor. I refuse to be broke. I will not die in the morning. Don't say, I refuse to go before my time. I'm going to live a good life. A healthy life. 
I will see my children's children. You keep confessing it because angels are around us. And he confirms the words of his servant. That is why your mouth must be good. If your mouth is bad, receive a new anointing tonight to change your language. Because when you speak, your word is like a prophecy. As I hear them, say to them, as I live, says the Lord, just as you have spoken in my hearing, so will I do to you. Second Kings chapter 7, verse 1, the man of God said, hear the word of the Lord. There will be plenty supply in Samaria tomorrow. Tomorrow, within 24 hours, a miracle will happen. He said it. And people said, ah, can you say something like that? Even if God opened the windows of it, that cannot be. But the man of God knows that what will make things to be is the word of God. Every miracle will require a word. And a word is more than enough for a miracle to happen. The word of God cannot fall to the ground. So you have to speak it. When you speak it, you have sent that word on an assignment. I don't care what else you do. If you are not somebody that is filled with positive confession, your life will not be filled with positive supply. Your mouth must be good for your life to be good. Why do you cause your body? Why do you say negative? Don't say I am dying. You can't die. You cannot die. You can't actor no they die for film. Actor will lead to our day. You, you know you are the hero of your life. So you have to determine what you want. You can't die prematurely. This is not the end of your life. You have to keep saying positive things. Somebody say hey, something happened to somebody. Another thing happened to another person. It will not come near you. That's what the word of God says. You will not go before your time. You will not die prematurely. The word of the Lord concerning will come to pass. What I'm saying is that as you are saying amen, put those words also in your mouth and make it your daily habit. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. The Lord said to Joshua, and I quoted this on, on, on Sunday. He said, this word must not leave your mouth. It must. He knows that the word is in your heart. He said, you will speak it day and night. The book of the Lord shall not leave your mouth. He started with the mouth. Because where most of us have problems is the mouth. Don't allow your mouth to say rubbish. This word of faith must not leave your mouth. The word of grace must not leave your mouth. Thou shalt think on it day and night. Thou shalt confess it day and night. Thou shalt speak day and night. That is how you are going to make your way prosperous. And thou shalt have good success. Why? Every harvest is usually preceded by the word of God. Your harvest is coming, but you have to speak it first. Your harvest is coming, you have to speak. You say, I've been speaking it. My friend, give me time. The word of God is like a seed that a man sows. You wake up day and night. You don't know how. The Bible says the heart has enough power to make the word germinate. There's enough environment that will cause the word to produce. Don't worry. You just keep saying it. Whatever you say today will come to pass tomorrow. I've said so many big things, and I'm happy they are coming to pass. So many big things. Even when people are saying, ah, no, how can this thing be? You speak it. It's not you that will make it to be. It is God that gave you the word that will cause the word to come to pass. Jesus said it. In Mark chapter 11, verse 24, he said, have faith in God. In other words, anybody that is saying positive thing, have faith in God. Anybody that is not saying positive thing, have faith in the devil. Look at it. Put on Mark 11. 
Okay, Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. When you have faith in God, what do you do? Verse 23. Put on verse 23, we are going to 24. For assuredly I say to you, whoever said to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. This is an open check. If God says, I'm going to have whatever I say, I say positive things all the time. And I believe that God will cause positive things to come to pass. I'm not talking about, uh, eh, they just always say it. My friend, in church, your word is not cheap. Your word is as important as your life. You are a product of God's word. What you say matters to heaven, matters to you. In fact, your welfare is tied to the word of your mouth. By your word, you'll be condemned. And by your word, you'll be justified. So make sure what you are saying is actually justifying you and causing you to grow. Have you not seen the life of, 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 of Job? Even though in the Old Testament, was all the day of appointment time, will I wait until my change come? All the friends, they condemn him to condemn himself. But he never did once. He said, I know my righteousness still stands. I know God is my right. And eventually, God caused restoration to come back to Job. And he gave two times what he had before the attack. His mouth could not change. He was constantly saying good things. I will wait until my change comes. And he did not die in that trouble. This is the way a Christian should live. A Christian should be strong in his positive conversion. It is not just a fake hope. It's a Bible hope. And Bible hope gives back to reality. Because we have confidence in God. That's what Jesus says. Have faith in God. Master, the fig tree you spoke against yesterday has dried up. What is the mystery? Faith in God. Faith in God. I speak what I believe because I believe there is God that is going to make it happen. You may not have money in your pocket, but you are speaking what you believe because you have faith in God. The God that can make things happen will cause those things to happen. Mark chapter 14, verse 2 and 3. Long time about this, speaking boldly in the Lord, and God was confirming their words with signs following. They were speaking, they were not giving up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Acts chapter 14, verse 3. They stood there, they were speaking boldly, and God was confirming their word. May the Lord confirm your word. Oh, more importantly, may your words be good. Hallelujah. Therefore, they stayed there a long time, speaking boldly in the Lord, who was bearing witness to the word of his grace. Word of his grace. Kumi, word of his supply. Because I told you grace means what? How many of you believe in supply? So, you are speaking word of blessing, word of supply, and God was granting signs and wonders to be done by their hand. My friend, if you don't have miracle in your life, check your dictionary. <laughs> check the vocabularies that you reel out most of the time. Watch, 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 what the things that you say. Let word of grace flow easily in your mouth. Word of grace, word of blessing, word of favor, word of supply, 
word of increase, word of multiplication. Let it flow in your mouth. And what happened? They come back to you. They kept speaking boldly in the Lord. And God was confirming the word of his grace with signs following. That's number one thing to enjoy massive supply at all times. You look at situations that were not right. You speak positive things on those things as if they were. You keep speaking good things. Because as you are speaking, you are not just speaking. You are sowing a seed for harvest. They that sow in tears, they shall reap in joy. Those people that move about carrying precious seed shall doubtless come back with their harvest with them. People that carry good word of God, speaking good word, they will surely have testimony. That's what the Bible says. May your mouth not speak evil. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Number one way to have supply is to always be positive and speak good word at all times. And may good word become your affairs this season in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Number two things that bring supply to you is instruction from the Lord. When the Lord gives the word, there must always be a miracle. And most times when God gives a word, he gives an instruction. An instruction. And instruction may come from your heart. It can come from the message. It can come as you are meditating. It can come to you as a direct word. It can come when you come for a message like this. Maybe as I just listen to me, I just make an example of something. And you now feel, ah, that's an instruction from the Lord. And as you pick that instruction from the Lord, it becomes a force that gives you supply. Isaiah 48, verse 17 and 18. If you have listened to me, I'm the one that leaded thee. I'm the one that helped you to prosper. If you have listened to me, your peace will have been like a river. God give instruction. God give the word. Great is the company of those people that publish it. What does God say? When I give word, my word come to pass. God cannot speak and will not come to If God says he's going to do something, watch it. There's going to be an instruction in line of direction to actualize the word. If God says that this month is your month of supply, be willing to receive an instruction from him. An instruction will give supply to you. In Luke chapter 5, verse 5 and 6, after Jesus had finished speaking word of grace, he says specifically to Peter, launch out into the deep. Let down your net for a catch. That one was an instruction for him. And he was shocked. At exactly an odd hour, the Bible says, his net was almost breaking because of the harvest. Psalm 105 verse 20. The Bible says they cried to him and he sent his word and his word delivered them from the affliction. Take hold of instruction. The proverb says, he said, for this is your life. The life of every miracle is an instruction. An instruction will come from the Lord. Anytime you are confusing, Lord, I have not had a word. But here a word now about what to do. What? God, let there be a supply. And I've told you several times, I will pray. I say, God, what do you want me to do when I'm confused? And God will give me a word. And that word will release the supply. Just one word. Ranging from even things that you never imagine of. Including car. Including land. 
including house. He will give just a word. And that word is enough. Lord, where do I get this money? He will give me a word. Because God is never in short supply of word. The word of God is always coming. And when the word of God comes, usually it goes out with an instruction. We were taught when we were doing all those how to do quiet time in those days that when you read the Bible, wait for an instruction from the Lord. He will tell you an example not to follow. He will tell you an example to follow. What to do according to the story. Because in every word of God, there's an instruction for you. Even as we're here tonight, there's an instruction for you. Instruction for you, number one, speak positive word at all times. That's what you have had. So, naturally, as a human being, you don't want to speak a good word. But God said, no, 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 no. You heard pastor saying, the reason why the pastor said that is so that you can speak good word. So, you start training yourself. I must speak good word. I may speak good word. I may not have money in my pocket, but I must speak good word. I must not speak evil. Somebody is tempting you to say, there is no money in town. You say, no, there is money. How is market? And you know the market was not good. You know that you have not sold much to you you were expected to sell. But you have heard now that your word is a seed. So you are saying to him, ah, the market is good. We thank God though. Things are getting better. Say, eh? Your own shop? Say yes now. Economy is improving. Say, ah, which economy? Nigeria economy. You are prophesying according to instruction because that's what you have been told. You don't say to people, because we anywhere, all those are not according to instruction. You are speaking according to what God asks you to say. People may mock you, but God will make you. Don't work against divine instruction. The instruction of God is what guarantees supply. God, what will you ask me to do? In John chapter 2, beginning from verse 2 to 8, they had no wine. Maybe they had no joy. And the mother of Jesus said, whatever he asks you to do. Do what? How many people will ask God when they don't have money? And say, God, what do you want me to do? Because what's come to your mind readily is that, where can I borrow money? Where do I beg for money? What can I do to get money? That's what comes to your mind. Have you ever thought about it that, ah, I don't have money. God, speak to me. What do you have me to do? instructions from the Lord. Wait for an instruction from the Lord. There is nobody that ever achieved any greatness or enjoy unusual supply without a word from the Lord. Acts chapter 13, verse 2. The Bible says, why they minister to the Lord? The Lord said to them, separate for me, Paul and Barnabas for the assignment I have for them. That was an instruction. And they lay hand on them and send them forth. Every man of God lives by God's word. If you're a child of God, you too must live by God's word. What is the instruction that God has given to you? My friend, there's no deputy God. God does not have assistance. There's no deputy God though. If you walk against God, nobody can erase the lack. You have to walk according to instruction for supply to come. Because I see some of you say, God asked me to do this, but I don't want to do it. This is what I want to do. Pastor, pray for me. No pastor can remove a cause that God plays. And the only way you can be caused is not because of your mother or your background. It's because you are working against definite instruction from the Lord. He said, can we? Romans chapter 6 verse 1. Continue in sin. Sin means specifically God has said, go to a burden. You are going to undo. 
and say grace should continue. He said, God forbid. You can't walk against an instruction and say, God, let my grace, your grace continue in my life. That's why a lot of people have cut their supply. Because when God speaks, deliberately they disobey. And somebody said, I said, but what did God say to you? There's no case that God cannot undo. It is true, but God will not work against his word. Will not work against an instruction that he has written down. And he will not work against the word that he has given you. Whatever he asks you to do, do it. Don't rejoice in disobedience. <laughs> Don't rejoice in disobedience. The Bible says, many people follow God in the wilderness. But with many of them, God was not pleased. You know why? They are rebellious and stubborn people. They always make up their mind on what to do. And most of the time, it's against God. Okay, they send, send, send 12 spies. And I'll go to the next point. So go and check the land. Say, oh, God is giving us a promise. And let's choose one, one from each tribe. Let's go and check the promised land for us. And see how the land look like. So, when the 10 came back, they gave them the objective analysis of the land that they have gone to spy. And majority said the land is bad. Right? The land before its inhabitant. Right? Were like hunt there. They were taller than us, mightier than us. In fact, the city is a world. In fact, we don't think we are not going to do it. We cannot move it forward from here because if we move forward, we are going to die. Right? But what do you think they're supposed to do? Ask God. God, what do you think about this journey? The report we are getting is not palatable. Should we move forward? But they started crying and they appointed a leader among them immediately. And they said, we are going back to Egypt. They quickly forgot all the things that God has done. Psalm 78 verse 40 says, they limited the only one of Israel and they provoked him to anger. When you are running up and down without consulting God, you are limiting God, number one. You are limiting the Holy One of Israel. That's number one. Number two, you are provoking God to anger. The Bible says they do not remember his wonders in their life. Put it there, Psalm 78, verse 40. God is saying that whatever you are going through, consult me first. I'm in charge. Pray to me about it. Before you take the loan, pray to me. Before you do that thing. How often they provoke him in the wilderness and grieve him in the desert. Put on verse 41. Verse 41. Yes, again and again they tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. When you don't expect instruction from him concerning your life, you are limiting God. Even God in heaven is helpless. That's, that's what uh, that man said in 7 chapter 7. Even if God should open windows in heaven, this cannot be. Oh, that's what we would do. Do you know that even in churches today, they fight? In churches, oh, they fight. They call church the house of prayer, the place where you receive instruction. If something is happening in church, what should the church do? They should pray to God and say, God, help us. How do we get over this? But they fight. 
Couples fight also because they will not listen to instruction. They fight. They fight. Nobody wants to listen. I don't care about Pastor Emodasi. Pastor Emodasi, you are the master of your own house. Master of my own house. We are not talking about house here. We are talking about the Bible that you believe. What does the Bible say? I don't care. I will do what pleases me. And the Bible says, you are limiting God. You are saying to God, I want to manage my life on my own. You are provoking him to anger. When you abandon divine instruction, you are limiting God. And, you are prov- and with many of them, God was not pleased. Despite the fact that God had a promise over them to take them to the promised land, many of them died in the wilderness. That was not the will of God. Definitely, that was their choice. Choose to listen to instruction. Listen to instruction. What is God saying concerning this issue? And obey the instructions of the Lord and supply will come your way. Every supply is tied to instruction. Those people that receive abundance of grace. Abundance of grace can mean abundant word from him shall reign in life. When God is the one that is instructing and guiding you, you reign because you are loaded with instruction. Instruction is your life. So you have to be by instruction. You know why pilots are respected? Pilots obey instruction. You don't say, this is my line. They are controlling you from the down. You are listening to instruction. You fly by instruction. You do that, you crash yourself and crash every other person. <laughs> a pilot must be disciplined to if they regard them as like a army officer, even though they are not fighting war. But they know once you are in the air, you must operate by instruction. Otherwise, you jam and you crash. What makes a pilot to fly high is the instruction. Accuracy by divine instruction. You are always listening. And as you are communicating, they are giving you signal. If they say this, the point you must move, the time you must slow down, this is what you must do. You must do it. Because you never know what will cross your path in the next two seconds. There are so many routes in the sky. So when they say, go a little bit low, you go low. When they say, move a little bit high, you go high. When they say slow down, remain stationary for some time. The moment you miss it, and you miss it like that, you discover that you just crash. You will not crash in Jesus' name. We only fly and get supply by instruction. It doesn't matter how high you are. There are times in your life. We need to get clarity again from God and say, God, what are you saying to me? I want to hear. And God will speak to you clearly in Jesus' name. You know the beauty of the whole story is this. If you are somebody that have an open ear, God is constantly speaking. Are you not encouraged by Mark chapter 4 when they talk about the sowers? That the sower sows to the good land, to the bad land, to the stony land, to a land that is full of thorns. It's also the sower is generous with his word. It is the heart that determines the harvest. That tells you that instruction of God is usually more than enough, more available that people are willing to hear. There was no place where they complain about the scarcity of the world, the seed, or complain about any other environmental factor. It was the art that is receiving it. The farmer 
in Mark chapter 4 is usually generous in sowing. So the word of God, word of instruction is always on your side. May you be obedient in Jesus' name. Mm. Number three way that guarantee supply is when God confuses your enemy. No matter whatever represents your enemy, God will confuse them. <laughs> Can you say amen loud and clear? In Second King, chapter 7, put on Second King, chapter 7, beginning from verse 5. Second Kings chapter 7, beginning from verse 5. Look at it. And they rose at twilight to go to the camp of the Syrians. And when they had come to the outskirts of the Syrian camp, to their surprise, no one was there. Come on, what happened? For the Lord had caused the army of the Syrians to hear the noise of chariots and the noise of horses, the noise of a great army. So they said to one another, Look, the king of Israel has high against us, the kings of the Hittites. And they came out to attack us. Verse 7. We are going to verse 7. And they did what? Therefore they arose and fled at twilight and left the camp intact. Their tents, their horses, their donkeys, and they fled from their lives. For they, are, they fled for their lives. God himself confused them. This season, God will confuse your enemy. Amen. That's how supply flow. That's of life, Lord. That was the miracle that God did. God confused their enemies. Whatever represents your enemy, blocking your supply, that will confuse them. In the mighty name of Jesus. They will fight themselves. They will release your supply. Your miracle this year will be a reality. Your enemy will fight until they run away. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Three things that guarantee supply is what I'm preaching about tonight. What is number one? I can't hear you. Speaking positive word to your life and to the situation around you. What's number two? Hearing instruction from the Lord. God is giving you instruction. Every child of God must hear instruction. Those people that are led by the Spirit of God, they are what? Sons of God. You can't be coming to us and say, have you prayed about it? Say, I don't know. You must know. God must speak to you. If you don't know what God is saying, come to church. Somehow, somehow, there will be a word that will be for you. A word. Yes, a word. A word. can be like a play. I was on a weekday service like this in Ubu and I said, I don't know how you are feeling, but don't take, don't take this one because of your feeling. The linear of God is more important than your feeling. God is working for you. Anyway, I'm just joking. That's what I said. And the brother said, I changed my mind. That was a word for me. I don't even remember what to preach about. I decided not to travel again and to stay and expect my job in Lautec. And today he's an associate professor. He's married with his own house. He said he stayed because of that word. And he will never forget me because I gave him a word at a time he was confused. The problem we have in the church now is that when people are confused, they don't come to church. They won't come to church. Why are you not in church? You can't do many. It is that time you need the church. Yes, I've told you that a drunkard, when they win an election, they do party in Biapalo. Is that not correct? When they did not pay salary, with another money. Inside, that's their fellowship time. There was a, a, a woman, one of the uh, junior colleagues of my wife. Her husband is a banker. Come from bank, as busy as he was, 
dress or put perfume. He's looking for joints. Aloe vera cool off. If he's happy, he cool off there. If he's sad, he cool off there. You cannot chase a drunkard away from beer parlor. And that is why everywhere you see them here now. The day they announce the election, Boliotikuni. No one celebrates. When they are happy, that's where they go. When they are sad, where do they go? Do they stay at home when they are sad? Say, no, they me, fellow, cool off. When they are happy, they want to share their joy. You also, you are a child of God. When you are excited, you come to church. It's a place of testimony. When you are done, you go to church. Maybe there is an instruction that will take me from this thing away. This is your own place of the world. Maybe God has a word for me. I have not received. Instruction is important. You never get offended in a place where you receive instruction. It's important. Never know a word that God has for you. Never you miss church because of your feeling. Because the word of God can change your feeling overnight. One word from the Lord can change your story. Don't say, well, why me? The word is also looking for you. Look for the word. The word will take care of you. Praise God. Okay, number three is what? God will confuse your enemy. Stand on your feet. So, I don't know what you are going through right now. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, whatever it is that is blocking my blessing or blocking my miracle, Lord, confuse my enemy. Scatter anyone that is against me. Scatter them. Scatter them. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let your grace scatter them for me. Lepers saw supply intact because God fought even for lepers. God fight my battle for me. God fight my battle for me. I don't know the battle that you are facing. I don't know the difficulty you are facing at home in your workplace. I don't know how difficult life has been. The Lord fought for the Israel light. The Lord can fight for you. Lord fight for me. Let my life be pleasant. Let it be easy. I've been struggling for too long. I'm not born to live in slavery. I'm born to enjoy freedom. Lord, you that fought for the Israelite in Samaria, Lord, fight for me. Fight my battle for me. Chase my enemy away. Use wind to chase them. Use scatter, scatter to scatter them. Give them misunderstanding. Lord, fight my battle for me. Fight my battle for me. Go ahead and pray. It is my season of supply. Is anyone sitting on my miracle? Sitting on my blessing? Lord Jesus, fight my battle for me. In the mighty name of Jesus, confuse my enemy. You are in church tonight so that you can pray. Go ahead and pray. I say, Lord, you that fought for lepers, Lord, fight my battle for me. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, fight my battle for me. When God fights your battle for you, you will have surplus supply. Lord, you are the one that can fight. I can't fight my battle myself. Lord, fight my battle for me. Lord, fight my battle for me. As I move out tomorrow, Lord, fight my battle for me. Lord, fight my battle for me. Lord God of heaven, fight my battle for me. Is there any camp against you? Is there any group against you? Is there anybody working against your sources? Lord, fight my battle for me. God, fight my battle for me. Lord, fight my battle. In the mighty name of Jesus. You are the one that can fight my battle. 
Lord, fight my battle for me. Restore me fully and fight my battle for me. Wherever they are ganging up against me, Lord, fight my battle for me. I cannot be everywhere, but you can fight for me. Lord, fight my battle for me. Go ahead and pray and say, Lord, fight my battle for me and give me victory. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Please, open your eyes. Another sign of a cause is when you lack direction. The Bible says, in those days was dream or war from the law. Scars. It was scars. You cannot hear God's word. When you cannot hear God's word or instruction of God, there is danger. So, we are going to pray, Lord, give me instruction. Maximum instruction for adequate supply at all times. When God is speaking to you, you cannot be cursed. When God is speaking, you cannot be. Say, Lord, give me instruction that will help me to live a good life that will bring supply my way. Don't let my head lack instruction or lack revelation that will give me instruction on the next step to take. Lord, don't let me be confused. The Bible says, Jesus always know what to do. Lord, give me instruction. You know what to do. Lord, give me instruction that will make my life better. Give me instruction that will make my life glorious. Give me instruction that will make my life good. That will bring supply into my life. Lord God of heaven, I need instruction from you. Open your mouth and begin to receive instruction. Lord, help me to receive instruction. Lord, give me instruction that will make my life better. That will make my life sweet. As I come to church on Wednesday, on Friday, on Sunday, let me hear instruction. Don't let my ears be blocked. Let me hear instruction from you. Lord, help me. Even as I hear and read articles, Lord, give me instruction. Instruction from the Lord. Lord, give me instruction that will take me to the next level. Lord, give me an instruction. An instruction that will take me higher. I don't want to be deaf and dumb. Lord, help me. Give me instruction. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, I believe you are God and you love me. Whatever I say, you will cause it to come to pass. I receive grace to speak positive word into my life at all time in the name of Jesus. I will not allow my mouth to cause my life. Go ahead and pray for yourself. Lord, anoint myself. Anoint my mouth to be filled with positive confession. To always sow good word into my life, into my environment, into my situation. So that I can be blessed. Satisfy my mouth with good things. So that my youth can be renewed with the egos. In the mighty name of Jesus. I receive load and load of positive word into my mouth. I will speak positive word at all times. I will not speak evil in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. They were about arresting Elisha in 2 chapter 7. In fact, the king said, let me go to that troublers of Israel, whether I will not cut off his head today. And he saw them coming. And he told one of his servants, close the door because that man is coming to arrest me. But the officer forced his way inside. And you know, when he forced their way, 
and they wanted to arrest him or speaking against him. He said, just says the Lord, by this time tomorrow. I kept thinking, where was this prophecy coming from? So, man of God, you have been carrying this word, all this why, when people were killing their children for food because you are about to be arrested. Because they say, easy cause. I said, wait a minute. Could you be that you are the cause of what you are going through? And at the same time, you want us to pray about it. God, the king said, it must be the man of God that is causing this famine. Maybe you are the cause of what you are going through. And you are asking us to pray about it. Maybe you are the one that has been speaking bad things. And when bad things happen, you don't say you should pray about it for you. Can you reflect about your past conversions? What are those things that you have been speaking? But the man of God receive immediate anointing and started prophesying tomorrow, by this time tomorrow, there will be plenty of food in Samaria. He was prophesying according to the need. Look, a good man, the Bible says, bring out good things from his treasure. Matthew chapter 13, verse 23. The Bible says, an evil man bring out evil things from his heart. If you are good, you speak good words. May the Lord anoint you. May you speak good word over your life, over your children's life, over your businesses, in the name of Jesus. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, anointing that will cause me to speak good word, let it rest upon me. In the mighty name of Jesus, I'm a good man. I must produce good tree, good fruit, good things will come out of my mouth. I will never speak evil. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let's do one more. Every full word I've been spoken against you, I reject in Jesus' name. Because you are not the only one talking. Some people are talking against you. Every negative word that somebody or someone have released, we cancel in Jesus' name. Like a prophet over your life. Raise your hands to heaven. Every negative word pronounced upon my, my life by intention or by mistake. I cancel them in the mighty name of Jesus. Koleshe in the name of Jesus. Father, turn the counsel of Ayitophel into foolishness. I don't care the prophets. I don't care the imagination. Whatever they have released against my life this year, against my health this year, against my blessing this year, I cancel in the name of Jesus. I scatter every negative prophecy. I scatter every negative dream. In the mighty name of Jesus. Every evil prophecy that anybody have received concerning me, I nullify them. Every prophecy of death, dream of evil, dream of poverty, concerning my life, I cancel it. In the name of Jesus, I cancel it. In the mighty name of Jesus. Every negative prophecy spoken against my life. Lord, I cancel it totally. It will not come to pass. In the mighty name of Jesus. It will not come to pass. Let's watch him. He's going to be poor. He's going to be begging. I will never beg for bread. The Lord is my supplier. Every negative word concerning my life, concerning my health, I cancel it. No weapon form against me shall prosper. In the name of Jesus, every mouth that is against me, 
I condemned it now. Open your mouth and say your own. Say your own. Say your own. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Mordecai planned to kill all the Jews. Mordecai was promoted to reign instead of Ammon. Ammon planned to kill all the Jews. Mordecai became the right hand man of the king. And the king said, now you have the pen. You have the golden ring. Write your whole life. Write it now. Write it. He says, sir, but Ammon has spoken. He said, you can say your own. That will override whatever Ammon has spoken. You know, at times, Bible play itself in my life. When I joined Lautech, they used to do regulation of appointment. Three of us did it. But they didn't give my own letter. I don't know what happened. Two months later, my organ I did not give my own was removed. Something happened. They, they just removed him. And the next organ said, ah, now, Ogati Lonsi, we don't know what happened, what he has said. Write a recommendation for yourself why you should get your appointment letter regularized. Write it. This is the paper I will sign. Ah, And I did not hear because I didn't have many connections in the registry. Then. I didn't hear what he said when my letter was delayed. And I wrote re release of regulation letter of Mr. Dimos. And I started writing recommendation for myself. You need to see what I wrote. One and a half pages. I imagine whatever it must have been said. I have known these staff since so, so time. And I started writing quality. Quality, quality. I wrote and wrote and wrote. And I typed it. And I said, from the acting university librarian to the registrar. And I said, yeah, okay, sign. He said, ah, he let it you. I said, ah, she bon can I said, bon can I sign. He signed. The next day, my letter came out. Bible can play itself out in your life. You can actually write your future without knowing can write it without knowing. Whatever the enemy has written concerning you, I can't it in Jesus' name. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, my life will be good, full of glory, in the name of Jesus. I move from grace to grace, favor to favor. As I behold the Lord, I will abandon testimony. I will never go backward. My path is shining. I go ahead and prophesy on yourself. Whatever you want or your business is on your head. As I take the holy communion, it will be for my longevity. I will see my children's children. I will enjoy supernatural healing. No evil before me. People will not call me to mock me or to pity me. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, I will shine and reign with you. As I take the holy communion. The Bible says, have faith in God and prophesy. Whatever you say to this mountain, it shall be done. Don't have doubt. Just begin to say big things. This is my year. This is my month. It's my month of surplus supply. God will answer my own prayer. I will enjoy favor in this city. I will enjoy spiritual supply. I will not be disgraced. I will have testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. Lines are falling for me. In pleasant places, I have a goodly inheritance. I am blessed. And I live favor 
in the mighty name of Jesus. I've been chosen to be favored. I will not be disappointed. Open your mouth and say what you want for yourself. Have faith in God. Whosoever I say this or that to this Monday, he shall have whatever he says. Don't doubt in your heart. Have faith in God and speak good things to yourself. I am moving higher. My life is shining. I am a living example of God's goodness. I will not die prematurely. I will not be involved in a mortal accident. No disaster or evil shall befall me. The Lord shall watch over me. I don't care what is happening on my right or what is happening on my left. It will not come near me. No evil will come near me. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. So shall it be in Jesus' name. As you have spoken before the Lord, so shall the Lord do unto you. What you do not say, you will not reap. When they are sharing debt, it will not come to your house. When people are sharing misfortune, it will not come to your house. When they are sharing bad news, it will not come to you. Evil will not come to you. In the name of Jesus, I pray for you tonight. Goodness and mercy will never leave your house. It will follow you all the days of your life. Every day you have testimony. Tomorrow you have testimony. Next tomorrow testimony. It shall be testimony upon testimony for you. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed.